This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. I'm Vyoka Zimatu, your host for the brand new program, Show Me. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m., we will share on the word, focus on building oneness in our nation. Join me every Tuesday at 12 p.m. on Show Me. It's no longer just about the talk, it's about the walk. Umdu, gumdu, kabandu. It is 12 o'clock. It's time for Show Me, where we say it's no longer just about the talk, it's about the walk. We are on Radio Cape Pulpit on 79 a.m. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Vyokas Matu. I'm going to be with you up until 1 o'clock in this time and in this climate. Don't you um, wonder what happened to planet Earth with all that we are seeing around, especially when it comes to these matters of this program, oneness, building the spirit of unity. And it seems the more we try, the more we see so much um, division, uh, the, the work of the enemy being instigated in society to divide the cultures, the different races that God himself put on planet Earth for his purposes. Do we really, really think we as humans have the... Um, have have authority to determine which race is above which other race. Yo, it's just what we are seeing out there. Really, we need God. And I feel in my heart this morning, just before uh, we go into our interview for the day, I, I really just feel the Lord just wanting us to just bow uh, before him and, and, and just in repentance, really, for what um, we are doing um, on this planet, what we are showing our children um, we also we come before the Lord to just acknowledge our sin and our wrong. And I just want to open with Psalm 51 today, taking responsibility on this program that builds oneness between cultures. So we come before the Lord to just repent together for what we see. It is Psalm 51. It's a prayer for forgiveness. Let us join together. Be merciful to us, O God, because of your constant love, because of your great mercy, wipe away our sins, wash away all our evil, and make us clean from our sin. We recognize our faults. We are always conscious of our sins. We have sinned against you, and only against you have we done what you consider evil. So you are right in judging us, Lord. You are justified in condemning us. We have been evil from the day that we were born. From the time we were conceived from our mother's womb, we have been sinful. Sincerity and truth are what you require. Fill our minds with your wisdom, Lord. Remove our sins and we will be clean. Wash us and we will be whiter than snow. Let us hear the sounds of joy and gladness. And though you have crushed us and broken us, we will be happy once again. Close your eyes, Lord, to our sin and wipe out all our evil. Create in us a pure heart, O God, and put a new and loyal spirit in us. Do not banish us from your presence. Do not take your Holy Spirit away from us. Give us again the joy that comes from your salvation and make us willing to obey you. 
Then we will teach sinners your commands and they will turn back to you. Spare our lives, O God, and save us and we will gladly proclaim your righteousness. Help us to speak, Lord, and we will praise you. You do not want sacrifices or we would offer them. You are not pleased with burnt offerings. Our sacrifice is a humble spirit. O God, you will not reject a humble and repentant heart. O God, be kind to Zion and help her rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with proper sacrifices and with our burnt offerings, and bulls will be sacrificed on your altar. Father God, it's in the name of Jesus that we come before you this morning. Father, we repent before you. We take responsibility for what we have done. We take responsibility even as the African community, Father God, that uh, our pride, Father, to think that we are the only culture or we are the only race, Father God, that is superior than others. Forgive us, Lord. We take responsibility to ask forgiveness from you, Lord, for the words that we have spoken, for the evils we have said about other cultures, Lord, for all that we have done, Father God, to cause the turmoil. On behalf of all the cultures, Father God, even as we have this program, we come before you. We ask that you forgive us. Forgive us of our slander. Forgive us, Lord, of allowing all these principalities to dominate in our nation. Forgive us for colonization. Forgive us for idolatry. Forgive us for racism, for oppression, Father God, for hatred, for a spirit of division, Lord, for violence, for corruption, for hate, for slavery, slave mentality, Father. Forgive us. We ask that by your spirit you will cleanse us from the sin of racism, from the sin of racism, from every culture, Lord. Teach us your ways, O Lord, and lead us in a smooth path because of our enemies. Do not deliver us to the hand of our adversary, for false witness rise up against us, breathing out violence. We would have lost heart unless we had believed that we would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We wait upon you, Lord, as you give us your wisdom on how to build our nations, how to build our society, how to build the world in a time such as this. We thank you for voices of wisdom that you are raising all over, Father, because you have come. The thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus, you have come, you have come, that we may have life and have it in abundance. We thank you that you have a last voice over South Africa, you have a last voice over U.S., you have a last voice over every nation, and you are the voice that thunders above every other voice. Let your voice thunder even right now, Father God, even as we hand over control to you in this show today. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen. Show me with Vuyokazi Matu. It's no longer just about talk. It's about the walk. Yes, we had there um, our beautiful, beautiful artist there with John Johan Brazio. I've never seen such a humble guy, such a, such a, such a humble guy and just so powerful. And I've seen, I attended, I think, one or two 
of his um of his concerts and it's just amazing uh, just his sincerity in his music just comes true when you talk uh, i mean when you're listening to his music but on this one it says you are my everything it's johan was with uh, rochelle lederman what a beautiful song and then we had priceless by for king and country uh, today we 38 in this time it is such a perfect time to come and speak and get re voices of reason, <laughs> voices of reason to come and just help us because right now uh, we do just need help to hear, to hear and just to get clarity from what's happening in the atmosphere. What is God saying? What is happening? How are we supposed to respond? And what is our posture as the children of God in, in the atmosphere? that we are seeing in terms of uh, a culture. So to help us to do just that today, we have uh, Dr. 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 Mr. Words, Dr. Eon Hart. I just love Dr. Words. <laughs> yeah, because he sent word to come and heal us, didn't he? Well, welcome, Dr. Eon. What a privilege and a pleasure to have you again on the show. It is fantastic to be on the show, Rio Kazi, and I can sense in the spirit already. Most people will tell you, uh, oh, there he goes again, he's sensing stuff. If you're not sensing stuff as the body of Christ, then you're out of sync with the frequency of heaven. Yo. It is time to sense God's movement. We need to understand his frequency, and we need to perceive his next move. Mm. And if we don't, there's something wrong with us. In other words, if I taste uh, a, a, a sweet or a chocolate, yeah. and I can't, my taste buds can't perceive how it tastes, it's going to be very... Uh, stupid to eat a, a chocolate if you can't taste it. Mm. Yeah. So, senses must be right to pick up in the spirit also when God says, you will not know if the Lord is good and His mercy endureth forever. You will not know that taste and see that the Lord is good unless your sense mm. of your spirit is poised and it is sharp to pick up what God is doing in the mm. city, in the, in the world. Yes. So I'm excited because yeah. when you say Dr. Eon come and, and, and say stuff. I am jam-packed full with the blessings of God. And where, while others see the church, many see the church as a weak church, as a church that has been overcome by coronavirus, by crisis in the world. <laughs> and the church is the church that the gates of hell will not prevail against. That is what the Bible says. We are not a weak church. The church is a rising church. Ah, hallelujah. It is the Isaiah 60 time for the church. Um, yes, Dr. Yon, I'm just going to just hand over to you to just help us. We see on the social media, the thing is sparked in the U.S., but now it's all over the world. But um, as the sons and the daughters who carry the voice of the Lord in this hour, what have you got to say? I've, I've, I've got something ex extremely phenomenal to say. When you uh, uh, spoke to me this afternoon, and we, yeah. we'd like to say this, uh, not to make you sound as if you are, uh, uh, you're not organized, but I was asked, you know, in the last moments, you know, to come onto this, uh, onto this program, and I don't like to call it a show because it's not a show, but if we are going to be a show, we are going to show Christ. <laughs> Oh yeah, which reminds me, which reminds me, actually, I was on the call with you this morning when I got the call from my guest today. You remember, I had to, <laughs> I had to tell you to please hold on because I must take the call from my guest, uh, today's guest. 
No, you just reminded yes. me that I was actually on the phone with you when that um, when the crisis happened. Yes. Yes. If God's hands are perfect, uh, uh, because God synced me into the time uh, when your guest called you as well. Yes. So what I'm saying, I didn't sense God, and I would not be ready in season and out of season. So let oh. me get to, to ask me, what do I say to those who are on social media, on all platforms, because God uh, is operating in this season in uh, the area of technology. Mm. There is no longer have to be in a church looking at each other's good shoes and clothes and uh, expensive jewelry and the fancy cars that we drive in, mm. because the church is a remote church. I'm not saying that we are not going to go back to uh, what we used to do when we get gathered together on a Sunday and the prayer meetings during the week, our midweek services, our cell groups, whatever it is, our home church. We, I'm not saying we're not going to gather, but church, get ready for the new of God, the next of God. Stop looking for God in the places where you left Him in the past. That's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah. Don't look for Jesus in the tomb, because he has risen from the dead. Don't look for Lazarus in the tomb, because the resurrection and the life made an encounter with him, and he was uh, the, 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 the resurrected Christ, and he said, Lazarus, come forth. What we are doing is, all the time, we are staying behind. He's saying, come forth, and we are still in the tomb. Church, you need to come forward to what is happening in the move of God, the present move of God. Not what happened last year with Pentecost, not what happened last year uh, with Charismata or, or uh, 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 Apostolic Dimensions. We have shifted, the world has shifted from, from, from uh, uh, Samsung S5 to uh, Samsung S20, <laughs> you know? So yeah. we have moved forward, and the church is so stuck on the old paradigm trying to work out what God is doing. <laughs> God has already moved forward. And we are still standing here in Egypt. Let us move forward. Mm. That is my word to the church. You are a church without borders. Ah. Without borders. You are not a church confined to spaces. You are not a church confined to spaces. And when I look at uh, the book of Zechariah 2, verses 4 to 5, it speaks about the city without walls. And walls means it, it either protects you, but it also confines you. And mm. it also lifts you. It also creates boundaries for you. So in this season, we are going to find biblical answers to tough questions mm. and innovative lateral solutions. And now lateral solutions mean creative ideas outside of our normal. Outside the normal. And so we're going to find lateral, creative, innovative solutions to age-old national and global problems. We are going to revolutionize and transform all spheres of society imprisoned by the world system through the word system. There's a word system for the world system. Be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewal of our minds. We must renew our minds if we're going to see transformation in our life, in our city. Hallelujah. And I'm going to, I would like to, if, I, if you will permit me, Buyokazi, uh, to just read Zechariah. Yes, please, please, please. Because this will give, you see, I can tell you a lot of prophetic words, and the church has become so prophetic that God can't even find a way in to yeah. bring His word into mm. our lives. Also, mm. that, so that's far, far here. We need the prophetic dimension, we need the apostolic dimension, uh, we need to have sent ones, we have to have people that declare men of God, and there's many of them in the city that are accurate prophets, accurate apostles, 
accurate pastors, accurate teachers, accurate evangelists. We know they are in the city. But sometimes what we have to say gets in the way of God's sayings. We need to step out, and the Word must become our benchmark, not what we suck out of our thumbs and say, uh, that say of the Lord this morning. We must make sure when we say it, it lines up with the Word. Yes, you see? Yeah. Now, everything that I've just told you, we must find a scripture that, that, that completely and utterly confirms what I'm saying through my mouth. Yes. You understand? If it does not line up with the Word, then I am just a soothsayer, like a fortune teller. I'm mm-hmm. telling you good things. Mm, God. Mm, mm. So it's a God kind, the word thing. system in a world system. The world system. Powerful. And that is what the church is. We are God's word system in the world system. Yes. And, uh, and, and you do yourself a favor, listeners, and believers, and overcoming church in this crisis. If you will do yourself a favor, write it down. I am the word system in the world system. Yes, Lord. I am the word system in the world system. Right. Now, the, 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 the title of, of, of uh, Zechariah or the theme of Zechariah 2 uh, uh, reads like this, God's favor to Zion. Church, say it to yourself today. God's favor to Zion. You see, in a time of crisis, you never expect there to be anything good coming out of crisis. But let me tell you, in the midst of crisis, Jesus came. Yes. In the midst of Jesus, he was the word that was sent to heal. The Bible says Jesus was sent to bless us. So in other words, God's intention to send Jesus was his intention to bless us. You see, in the midst of curse, there's blessing. In the midst of life, uh, death, there's life. In the midst of utter desolation, there's Christ. In the, in the midst of utter isolation, there's unity, there's oneness of the Spirit. Mm, you see, mm, in every mm. God is in your situation. That's why I said to Moses, I, if Pharaoh asks you, who sent you, who sent you, uh, who sent you, then say, I am sent you. You see, I don't know what you're thinking this morning, but I know this morning when I got up, if I had a lacquer, then he is, uh, the I am is my supply. The I am. I am your supplier. I am your healer. I am your blesser. I am your victor. I am your all-sufficient God. You need to understand that in the spirit of this morning, church. And Zechariah said this, and I looked up in verses 1, I looked up, say, I looked up wherever you are, I looked up, and I saw a man with a measuring line in his hand. And it is time, I want to tell you, according to that first verse, it is time for the church to look up. Mm. They've been looking down. Time for the down to look up. Mm. Yes. They've been looking down like the bent woman in the Bible who had a head bent down, she had an ailment, she had a condition with, uh, with trials and, and a condition caused her to look down. Now, when you look down, you see the earth, you see dust. Man will return to dust if he dies. But if he's alive, he will, oh my God, he will return to heaven if he's alive. It is been looking at the problem, is looking at the economy, uh, 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 can hardly look up the church at the world because they are ashamed of themselves, because they're weak, they are poverty-stricken, they're always asking for handouts, they look like a bigger church instead of the, uh, a church that is the king of king's sons, the inheritors of the kingdom. They don't look down. The gentleman looked down for many years until Jesus said, you are lost. And, 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 and the woman was turned right side up again. Now it's time for the church to look up from the down coast position. As the scripture says, 
and I looked up. You see, mm. by change posture, the posture of the woman was bent down. If, if you want to change your position, church, you need to change your posture today. Yes. How is your posture? How is posture your posture down? today? Mm. Hey? You must change it, your posture. And listen to this. It's time to shift from our bent posture for something to be bent means to be out of shape, to be deformed, to be uh, taken out of the likeness and image, and it is a distorted image that is bent. Mm. The bent woman was cast down. She saw the number six as nine, and the number nine as six. So she couldn't even count God's blessings, because when God's blessings came, she didn't understand whether it was a blessing or it was a curse. Her <laughs> 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 perspective was bent out straight. She had a bent outlook. Uh, uh, she had a bent out uh, outlook on life, mm. and was drawn to stop looking to the opportunities and the possibilities beyond the situation and the circumstances. So in verses 2 it says, So I said, so when you look up and you see God's perspective, you will say, <laughs> So I said, where are you going to the angel? And he said to me, to measure Jerusalem, to see how wide it is and how long it is. The church has been clueless as to the mandate of God. Many of the church. Much of the church have been clueless. But here, Zechariah says, I said when I looked up and saw the angel to come to measure, in other words, the church. Mm. To see, to see where some have been oblivious to God's plan and direction and instruction. They've been wanderers. You see, they have not seen what God is doing. They have not understood what God, God is doing because their perspective has been the world's perspective. You see, we don't do not take our cue from the world when it comes to the things of God. Mm. To the influence of God, we do not look to the world to find out if the world thinks our impact is great or our influence is great. The Bible says, God says, that the church is the church that the, hell, the gates of hell will not prevail against. And if he says so, it settles it. What the government says, what the tabloid says, what the, the world says, what your brothers say, what your sisters say about the word, what your pastor even say that is opposite to what God's word says, then that person be a liar. The Bible says that every man be a liar, God's word be true. That's what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. So it, you must listen to the angel that is in our midst. What is the angel saying, the angel of the Lord saying right now? What is the spirit of God saying? But the minute God says that we are excited when we're in our prayer room, but when we go out, we see coronavirus, then we hear the tablet say, it's over for society, it's over for mankind. Suddenly, the prayer we just made is gone into the wind, like and, answers. And we agree, we agree with what the media is saying. Exactly. Mm. When they say our government is corrupt and things will never change, then I say... God's government will be on his shoulder. Hallelujah. So, mm. government, how you have seen the government, I'm not saying that the government and parts of the government is not corrupt, but for the ones that are righteous and just, we pray that the government will not tumble. Yes. What have you, have you cursed the government? Have you spoken bad over the government? Have you mm. said things that are not in line with what God says? That mm. we must honor the government when they do righteous stuff. But when they are corrupt, God will deal with such a government. Mm. Like he dealt with Nebuchadnezzar. When Nebuchadnezzar wanted Daniel to bow, he says, I will not serve no foreign God. Have you said that this morning? That's God's perspective, church. Are you, if, if the government is corrupt, are you bending to that rule or are you bending that rule back to God?
God's rule or you're doing that by the words of your mouth, by your lifestyle. Don't tell the government that they are corrupt and that you are also practicing corruption. Then you're in a deep trouble with God. Because we need to be the example. Amen? We need to show an upright posture, not a bent over one. Not a, a, a posture. Because if the posture the government is in, and the church that do not follow Christ, and do not look up to the youth and when they help come, they're running for handouts. You understand, instead of handouts, if that is the kind of church, don't criticize that church. Don't criticize that government. You be the example and be the event upright. Upright. That's our posture. Our posture is in a time when we are, when the rest of the world is bent out of shape and out of form, then we say we are the transformational church that mm. is going to create transformation in our cities. And we will build the nation, even though it's broken down right now. We don't see a broken nation when we can begin to pray in our, in our, in our upper rooms and in our inner chambers. That when we get out of the world, when we see what the world looks like, suddenly our perspective changes because the world has more influence on the church than the church has influence on the world. You see? Yeah. We need to, we need to begin. To pull up our never... socks. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Our socks. We must become the influence on the world that will cause the church to be to be believed that they have dominion and territorial gain. I'm going to say it again. When your perspective is a perspective is bent out of shape, then it says that you don't have dominion. It says that you have no territorial gain. So don't complain about the strongholds like gangsterism and, and division and, con- and con- contention and strife uh, in, in your communities if you have not taken territorial gain. What do you look like to the world? Mm. What do you look like? In verse 3 it says, Ryokazi, and behold, the angel who was speaking with me, is the angel speaking to you this morning? Mm. Or are you hearing your voices? Church? Mm. Mm. You hear voices? Uh, that say the church is finished now, they can't gather because that's the only way that they can survive. We are not, I want to give you an inside scoop. We are not survivors. The Bible says we are more than overcomers. Yes, uh, if the day that survive, I'm as good as death. I'm not going to scrape through the barbed wire and get myself cut to pieces and say, I just made it. I just have enough. The just enough church must stop mm, and become mm. the that have more than enough. Take your power. Mm power. And so it's, uh, it says the scripture, and, who, uh, the, and behold, the angel who was speaking with me was going out. Another angel was coming out to meet him. And this is what I want to say to the church. Is the church tuned into the frequency of heaven in hearing the speakings of God? If we are, then God is about to turn our speakings into doing. Mm. Oh, yes. Our speaking. It's no good speaking and saying, the church is more than overcomers. We, the church at the gate, will be able to be the church. The church that the world is seeing is a church that got blabber mouths, they can talk well, but they do not do. Mm, mm, mm. Was How is it going? How about going and doing and yes. being and yes. visibility and going into the, into the camp and not run yes. from war? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Do not run from all. By the way, by the way, the Bible, if you want to follow anybody, Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. In other words, mm. don't follow Paul. Follow the way that Paul followed Christ. The way Christ followed the will of the Father. Follow, the, uh, follow that way. And by the way, 
if you're going to follow, follow what God says. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes. Speaking of what God the says, says, I just... Have... God... Mm-hmm. You go, Doctor. The says, Jesus said, you said, the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me. <laughs> he has mm. sent me. Sent you. Yes. Are you sent? Or did you, like others, you went? <laughs> did God send you? Mm. If you get an order from God to do something, don't mess in things that could potentially harm you. Because if God didn't send you, there's no favor and anointing on you to preach the good news. Now, people will say, but we all have been sent to do the good news. But it takes a certain kind of church, like Pharaoh, like, like, like Joseph was to Pharaoh and Moses was to Pharaoh. It's a person that has been mandated by God to go and speak to government. If you can't speak to government, stay in the prayer room and be a great intercessor. Yes, for sure. sure. But don't go onto the battlefield if you yourself, someone once said, how can I gain territory in the devil's domain if I still have territory that the devil has? How can I take territory in the devil's domain in the world if the devil still has territory on me? Wow. When it's, when it's territory in me. When he has okay. more dominion in you. I take dominion, but the devil has dominion in you. Mm, mm, mm. Eh? I'm reminded of Isaiah 60 says, Arise, Jerusalem, shine like the sun. The glory of the Lord is shining on you. Other nations will be covered by darkness, but on you the light of the Lord will shine. This is the part I wanted to come to. Uh, the one that says thick darkness covers the earth, deep yep. darkness covers the earth, but on you the light of the Lord will shine. How does the light of the Lord shine in society? Yes, exactly. In a day uh, 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 like uh, uh, this. <laughs> the yes. The, second, the fourth verse is, uh, just to, to line up with what you're saying, and he said to the second angel, run, speak to that young man. Run, speak to that young man. One angel is saying to the other angel, now, the angels are ministering spirits, by the way, and the Bible says the angels come to aid us, mm. come to aid men, those who serve God. Have you, been, have you been hearing the angels of God speak? Mm. I'm not telling you people wing the angels now. Uh, let us not, let, 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 let us listen to the symbolism that's happening in the scripture. Let's learn to interpret properly. Uh, when he says that the angel, God sends an emissary to you. And many times he sends emissaries to you in the form of man. <laughs> mm. Are you getting me? Yes, when but you're still waiting for wings. <laughs> but the angel of uh, the angelos or the angel of the Lord is a messenger sent by God. Uh, when last of you listen to your pastor uh, when you're speaking the prophetic word from God? <laughs> mm. You heard your spiritual father speak and say some good things. You're looking for winged angels. God sent you messengers, the angelos of God, the messenger of God, because that's what an angelos means, an angel. It's a messenger sent from the Lord. In other words, if a messenger is sent, he has a message. Okay? Don't listen to the message and not receive the messenger. Mm, mm. The dog talking at the postman, but the postman has a letter that has a check for 100,000 rand. You know, don't be like the dog that barks at the messenger when he brings you a check for 100,000 rand. The dog is oblivious. 
to mm. what is inside the letter. He mm. sees mm. that post as a problem. Poor postman. All the years I watched him when I was young and how every dog barks at the postman. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> the postman doing his job. The messenger is just doing his job to bring a letter that you don't know what's in it, but when you open it, there may be a check for 100,000 rand. Now, your pastor, the ministers, the prophetic voices in our city that is speaking right now, and you hear them, but you take a message, but you will not receive the messenger. The Bible says, I came unto my own, the messenger, and they did not receive. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm. Hearing mm. the voice of in the city, but you will listen to it when the president comes online and he gives us a grim look outlook on what life is going to be for the next. <laughs> yeah, that's so sarcastic. Then you, are, you get your coffee ready, you get your tea ready, uh, and, you, and you're sitting with your popcorn, and you're waiting for the address to the nations by the president, or, or our, our, our uh, um, um, health minister. Now, uh, God bless them. They, they are doing a sterling job. Uh, they have tried their best, but this is in God's hands. What comes, uh, what comes next is in God's hands, you see. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not in the Anybody, any government, any, and, and we love our government. If you don't love your government, uh, you, you can hate what they do, but you cannot hate. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, ah, that's a mouthful. Yes, thank you, Lord. Yes. Ah, thank you for this. Yeah, I don't like what the government is doing. Politically, I, I believe there's a lot of uh, instability. There is a, 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 a kind of wave that is across the country that says we are in trouble. But let me tell you something. If there's a church who is God's government on the earth, in the midst of a kingdom that is dark, if the light don't shine, don't cry about the darkness. Mm. We cannot hate our government, but we can hate what they do. We can hate what the politicians are doing, but we must love them. It is the way of the kingdom. You have to do it. So he said, and he said to the second angel, run, speak to that young man, saying, Jerusalem will be inhabited like villages. Listen to it. The church has been abandoned. If you go to buildings, that's not the church. You are the church. I am the church. But if you go to our places of gathering, you will find that it's not inhabited right now, maybe by 50 people. We've been cut down to small sizes in the world's eye. But what the world doesn't understand, as I'm going to read to you now, mm-hmm. uh, in the chapter, is that it says that Jerusalem and Zion is a city without walls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you hearing me? Mm-hmm. Not that we are... If you don't have walls, you have no protection. But you see, if you've got a wall of fire around you, as Zechariah says, you do not need walls. Mm-hmm. See, walls, walls express, okay, something that is protected. You understand? It's a fortress. In other words, the enemy can't come in. But the problem is with walls. If you don't have gates, then mm-hmm. you are locked in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are locked in. Which means you can also not go out. So it serves the purpose of protecting you from intruders. And imposters, it keeps you safe inside, but it can't get you outside because there's no gate. Yes, Lord. See, um, we don't have, you see, we don't have gates. We are the gate. <laughs> we are the gates. And the city that the Bible talks about, Jerusalem, you and I are the, that city. Now, you can either be a city that's confined, or you can be a city without walls, mm. a church without borders. Without limitation, without confinement, because all speak about confinement. Confinement. It's like a prisoner that is in solitary confinement. Mm. Nobody can 
think the church is under solitary confinement, like a prisoner that cannot even meet with the other inmates in the mm. cell, adapted mm. all by the fall was in such a place, mm. you know, where he was, he was in a place that is dark inside a dungeon. Mm. And that is called, that's called solitary confinement. Church lockdown did not make us a prisoner under solitary confinement. What the, the lockdown did was to lock us into Christ and his purposes. Because we have forgotten about it. We were so part of the world that we never had time to do introspection, self-examination. We didn't do a self-assessment anymore. Because, by the way, there should be no self anymore. Flesh should not teach us. So we have been looking at things at the way the world is looking at God to bring us into a place of confinement where we can go nowhere except to run to you. Hallelujah. Wow. In closing, uh, Dr. Yon says somebody... Um, just joined us and now we've come to this time of uh, just wrapping up I'll truly just love you to just summarize as you conclude your points I truly love the power of what you say with regards to uh, uh, we as the church being the people to take the word into the word system taking the word system into the world system that is just very powerful and you shared with us on Zechariah 2 as well and in changing our posture from being bent over and really gaining territorial gain in society by not remaining behind the walls but by going out and being the church without borders and not running away from the fall from the enemy camp but actually going like david did he said you go you went towards, run towards. That's what you must run. Not run away from what's happening, but to run towards and also to know where the platforms are right now to be able to minister and bring the light. How powerful. Voice of reason. Thank you so much, Doctor. I want to say if you can just uh, say and just wrap up for us in prayer today. Hallelujah. Let me just read the, the last two scriptures, and then that will be part yes, of my prayer. Yes, I'll be yes. clearing for you. See, we don't have to pray our words. We can pray what the word what says. says. And, yes. and verse 6 says, Hear this. Uh, no, no, no. It's time to, to focus, church, all over the country, and whoever's listening, even overseas, or globally, mm. listening to this. They can live stream it, uh, and they can get a link. Uh, what, what, whatever it is, wherever you are, Listen to this. The Bible says, and this is God speaking, hear this. Hear this. Flee from Babylon. In other words, the place of captivity. That's what it means. Babylon means the place of captivity. Egypt means the place of bondage. Okay? Leave, flee from the place of bondage, the place of captivity, the land of the north, which shall come under judgment. God's about to judge the world system. Through your lifestyle of living the word declares the Lord, for I have scattered you like the four winds of the heavens, declares the Lord. Yeah, Zion, Jerusalem, the city without borders, the city without walls, that nothing can confine and nothing can limit. You are living with the daughter of Babylon, Babylon, the ones that kept you captive, but you are still playing games with them. You're still playing marbles with them. You're still having drinks with them, the, the world system. He says, mm. flee from that place. Mm. For mm. thus saith the Lord of hosts, after glory he has sent me against the nations which plunder you. For he who touches you, that's the church, touches the apple of his eye. Mm, mm. That. You are the apple of God's eye. Nobody is going to touch you. Nobody's going to touch the church. There may be people that were in the church that died of coronavirus. But let me tell you something. The church is not being overcome. 
the church is overcomers. Behold, I will wave my hand over them. Those are the enemies. And they shall become plunder for their own slaves. Did you hear that? Mm. Those who put you to slavery, they will be put to slaves by their slaves. Then you shall know and recognize, understand fully that the Lord of hosts has sent me. God has sent a messenger to you today. Sing for joy and rejoice, O daughter of Zion. For behold, I am coming. See, the Lord is coming in your situation right now. God yes, is coming into Lord. your He's coming into your divorce situation. He's coming into your life right now, into your broken relationships with churches next door to you. God is bringing you into your dominion because He's coming in. You see, you're shutting out, in your, even in the lockdown. You're shutting out. You've only said what you wanted to say. It's time for God to begin to speak through His messengers to you to deliver you from the captivity of Babylon. God wants to bring judgment on your enemy, but you're not turning to the righteous judge of God, the righteous judge of heaven. You must turn to him in this time. And I will dwell in your midst. Don't get scared. He's still Emmanuel, God with us. He's still God with us. We are not a city forsaken. Many nations shall join themselves to the Lord in that day and shall be my people, and I will dwell in your midst. And you shall recognize and fully understand that the Lord of hosts has sent me. The Lord will take possession of Judah as his portion in the Holy Land and will again choose Jerusalem. You are being chosen. You were called, but you are now chosen. Be still before the Lord, all mankind, for he has roused himself, he has raised up himself from his holy habitation in response to his persecuted people. Mm. And right now, can I pray for your cousin? Yes, please. Can I pray? Yes, Father, please. we thank you right now mm. that the church in South Africa, the church globally, because when we look at the church, we don't see our little congregation. We don't see even our big mega church. We see the ecclesia of God. Yes, and we do not yes. become self-absorbed in mm. our vision. We don't become absorbed in our plans and our dreams. Lord God, we are a people that is totally consumed with your mandate for the kingdom, mm. the mandate for the church. We do not look at ourselves as a glorified, Lord God, a string of churches. We do not look at denomination. We do not look at institutionalism. We're looking at the body of Christ, a church without borders, yes, which means Lord. we want to take dominion in our city territorial, territorially. We want to take, Lord God, provinces for you, cities for you, countries for you. We cannot do it as our little church. We must begin to join our hands and lock arms with the ecclesia of God all over the world, yes, which means Lord. it's not my vision. It is our vision. Yes, when Peter came to the gates of the gate, uh, the, the, tem- uh, the temple uh, uh, the, the temple gates called Beautiful, when the layman was sitting there, he, they said, uh, Peter said, uh, look on us. It is time for the church to become the church without borders by holding hands with the church they hate next door. Lord God, the only way that the Hallelujah. The only way that the world that we are fighting disciples is disciplined followers is when we show love, which is God. Love, which is the Word. The person of the Word. Love one to another. Lord God, make us rise as a remnant in the church that have your mandate, that have your will in our hearts and in our lifestyle. Help us to be a church that is not performing behind four walls, but in the marketplace we are worth nothing. Lord God, make us influential. Lord God,
God, increase our influence as the church in every city, Lord God. Inclu- inc- increase our input, increase our impact, Lord God, that when the world see us, when they see us, they know here's the church coming, that the gates of hell cannot prevail against yes, us. Just like Ethan in the demonium, when he saw the Son of God coming, he said, did you already come to torment me, Lord God? The church must become that sign, that manifestation of the Son of God. When demons and strongholds see us, they must already see that we are coming to torment them through yes, showing the revealing Christ. Mm, every stronghold mm, must stand, mm. Lord God, and be petrified. The, every stronghold, when we walk into the city, the church manifests together as the church without borders. The strongholds must say, get out of the way, yes, because the church, Lord, that the gates of hell cannot be is coming into the marketplace. Lord, we're taking over. We're taking dominion. A government listen to us. We will become the advisors and counselors to politicians. We'll become not unrighteous counselors. We will say that fire of the Lord to the government. We will tell them what they want to hear. We will tell them what they need to hear in Jesus' name. And so a church is rising. Servant leaders of God are rising up over the city, all over the city. And they are taking on the posture of the Lamb, yes, but they Lord. are right now, as they come as the Lamb of God, they have a lion of Judah in them. And so, Father, we thank you for a church that's victorious, a church that is rising, a church that is promoted, a church that is multiplied, not a church that is weaker. The church will live on, keep marching on, and forcefully advancing every single believer that is listening. Take them to dimensions from levels, Lord. Let us not hang around in levels. Let us get to dimensions in the Spirit and constantly hear the frequency of God through radio pulpit. Radio pulpit. Let them hear the voices speak through this program to the nations of the world in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Dr. Ian Hart. Uh, he's the author of the book, The Call to Oneness, and you have just heard a thunder of the voice of the Lord calling us to oneness right now. It's a privilege to know him. It's a privilege to have such voices in the global community. we see you next week, same time, same place, right here on Show Me. Yeah, we say it's no longer oh. just about the talk. It's about the walk. Um, do. <laughs> Good oh. to Goodbye. Yeah, Goodbye. Yes, a person is only a person because of other people. Yes, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you so much for your time. Goodbye. Thank you, ma'am. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.